Dad talk. They really like to trash talk. Dad talk. They'll make you laugh your ass off. Dad talk. Real tall dudes and they're both hilarious. Tom and Derek give you wisdom and advice. It's really nice. You probably listen twice. Real tall dudes and they're getting serious. All right, welcome to Dad Talk, season two, episode 14. Feels like 14. Feels like a 14. Um, you hear Derek Wenzel and Cutler on the other end. What's up, man? We're doing we're doing good. Amanda and Tenley are off to a birthday pool party. Nice. So Cutler and I are gonna hang at home and kick it, man. Record a pod, do our thing. Dude, sweet lid, by the way. Yeah, you, you ditch the Texas Longhorn lid and you got this like bright white hat that doesn't quite fit on your head. Like it's a little too, you know, it's a little too tall. It's not quite like chef hat tall, but it's like somewhere in between. What's up with it? I'm going to get close to the camera. I'm see. Can you read the hat? Can you see what it says? <laughs> can, can you see it? Boom. Girl dad. That's what's up. No. Oh, fuck Wes, by the way. <laughs> Wes is like, what's up? Where's my hat? dude? Okay. I wanted to get your take on this because... I've gotten a lot of shit for this hat. Why? Because everyone, people are like, well, you have Wes. You can't wear that. Like, that's not right that you're wearing that. <laughs> you can't wear it. You can wear it, but you should probably have a, probably don't make a boy dad <laughs> hat. I don't think that's a hat that probably exists. But maybe on the back in Sharpie, because it's a white hat, you can write plus boy dad. Like, you know what I mean? Just like on the bottom. <laughs> just so everyone can back off a little bit i'm down with like there's a lot of cool like girl dad stuff and there's some like for dads with their sons or whatever like a biggie for a shirt for a dad and smalls for like a onesie for a kid like there's a couple little things like that but the girl, the girl dad stuff's cooler thank you it's way cooler and i was yeah. like i'm excited like be a girl dad and then it's just, everyone's just bringing me down i'd be like wearing a Mets shirt and being like i don't like follow any other teams you know what i mean it's like yeah obviously this is like i am a mets fan but i'm also a nets fan right and i'm also a sharks fan like (laughs) that's clearly a thing you can be a girl dad and a boy dad but right now i'm just rocking a girl dad hat. thank you man so a couple things a couple things i want to get into with you on on the week i've I've had i'm just get right let's just get right into it falling apart a little bit over here um you know we'll start here I was uh, holding Piper, and she was sleeping. And you know how tough it is once they're asleep. Like you don't want anything to disturb this at all. Yeah, like, don't move. Yeah, don't even breathe. No, I'm sitting there and I'm holding her. She's having a good sleep, and all of a sudden, I feel a sneeze coming on. Uh oh! No, I don't want to do this humongous sneeze. Have it be loud. Shake her up. Like, so I go for the, the the holding in of the sneeze move. Yeah. Bro, I I like pulled a muscle in my throat. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Dude, I've legit, no bullshit, blown my back out. Like when I was in high school holding in the sneeze. I went, because <gasps> you just tense up all those muscles and you're just not ready for it. And I swear to God, in high school, I, like my upper back, like there's something way up high. It was like for a week and a half, I was like out of commission. You can't holding a sneeze into bad. Plus your whole body shakes too. You know what I mean? So it's not even really like it's from the standpoint of holding a sleeping baby. They're still probably feeling that. It, 
it was uh it was one of the dumbest moves i've ever done like I, my throat's this happened like a week ago my throat still hurts like <laughs> this is like the next line of old people shit <laughs> right it's like oh I, i'm sore from just waking up for no reason oh i'm sore <laughs> my throat's sore because i held the sneezing we're falling apart dude falling apart like it hurts to swallow like it's yeah. <laughs> or it's like why are you taking advil again what's wrong i'm like it's my throat thing it's <laughs> <laughs> And then like a couple of days later, like it was starting to feel a little bit better. And I was in the Uber on the way to work. And of course, another sneeze is coming. And I wasn't thinking again, like anytime this happens, this happens so fast. You're not really like thinking. I go to sneeze and I was like, I don't want to like do like a disgusting covid sneeze in the Uber. Like I'm trying to be right. nice driver. So I held it in again and like uh-huh. re-aggravated the injury. Like <laughs> you got to think. Yeah. Just let her fly, man. That's the moral of the story. Let I mean, cover up. Sneeze in your elbow, obviously. But, like, let her rip. So, after your back injury, have you, like, ever held a sneeze in again? No, I, I swear to God, I don't. For yeah. that reason. I just let her, you let her rip. I think that's what happens. You have to get injured somehow doing it, and then it's never again. So, I learned my lesson. I'm never holding it in again, no matter what. Get those sneezes out, folks. And the louder you can make them, the better it'll be on your body. Amanda hates it, because I usually sneeze in threes. So, the first two are just generally relatively loud and the third one i dress it up a little bit right like i kick my legs out and shit and then go I, I bring it home <laughs> she hates it so much the crowd loves it though the they, crowd loves the dig it i learned that so that's another okay i'm glad we talked about that the other thing just absolutely pathetic so bedtime for wes we uh we we read some books tori reads and then we do, uh, we sing Twinkle Twinkle before he goes to bed, right? Boom. Yep. Tori's reading to Wes. I usually am holding Piper. I'm like kind of like walking around with her outside of the room, just trying to keep her from freaking out. And then I come back for the Twinkle Twinkle. Sure. So um, I was downstairs. You know the words, right? You got the words. You looked them up. Dude, when we first started doing this, I didn't know the third line. Like, at all. <laughs> it's like, I'm kind of like, just like, I get really quiet singing. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're just following along. You're like, all right. <laughs> so I'm downstairs cleaning up the kitchen with Piper. I hear it's twinkle, twinkle time. I head upstairs. I get into the room. We start singing. I'm legitimately winded. Like, I can, like, it, I'm like, this is hard to sing twinkle, twinkle right now. I'm gassed. Coming up the stairs? Coming up there, coming up the stairs. I walk right into the room, into the song, and I'm like, Twinkle, twinkle. I'm, it's like, <laughs> like is daddy okay it's his throat thing it's from the sneezing it's, a, it's an old sneezing injury it sounds like i'm tired but it's really just it's just an old sneezing injury i know you're playing hockey a little bit so that's keep helping you like exercise a little bit stay in shape but like i don't I don't see any like free time where I'm like, I'm going to go for a run right now. Like it's just non-existent. Like well, any free time, first of all, there's none, but if there was any, it's not to go do physical exertion. You know what I mean? Like that is not anywhere near the top of your list. Your entire plan for any free time is to close your fucking eyes. Yeah. That's literally it. And I, it's funny. Cause like, it's just like, you don't have much time to do anything else right now between work and, and, and hanging out with the kids and stuff. You were like a couple weeks ahead of me on the second kid thing. And you were kind of saying like, man, I'm feeling like I'm like 
really hard for me to like get anything done or like accomplish anything. And I, I feel like I've hit that uh, milestone here. Like I, I have like a, I went to the dentist, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago and I got to file this insurance claim. And it's like, I'm kind of doing it at work, but I'm also like, I have work to do. And it's like, I get home. I'm going to have no time to do that. Like, when am I doing anything? I, it's yeah, you're not, especially like before Piper's like sleeping through the night. Right. Yeah. You're there's no set amount of time. You're always kind of on call or always helpful to or, you know, as soon as your work's done, you know, you're onto the kids stuff, whether it's picking them up from, you know, daycare in our case or whatever. Uh, and then you're getting them dinner and then you get them bathed and you get them in fucking bed. Then you're changing diapers and then you're holding Piper to go to sleep, right? All that stuff. There, there's zero time. I was actually talking with my buddy, Eric. And so, you know, we're in a spot where Cutler's sleeping through the night, which is awesome. Uh, and he has been for six months or so, maybe almost two months, maybe, um, which is great. And I'm asking him, it's like, because his kids are, they turned three and one in January. So they're older. And I was like, all right. I was like, bro, how do you do fucking anything? He goes, kids go down you know let's just say they go down around seven ish or whatever you're going to bed around 10 that's it that's your three hours do whatever the hell you want like if that's extra sleep if that's work you know a lot of times that's like covered up with work are you doing like financial stuff or he like whatever you've got that little window and you could use it on yourself right because you're exhausted you're like oh you could watch a game or whatever but that's it that's that's your window and that's the only time you get shit done. And that really doesn't, it kind of exists on the weekends, but more so during the week. So you gotta, you gotta just cram it in. But right now you're in survival mode. You shouldn't feel like you have to get anything done. It's funny. I remember, you know, when you're not getting like as much sleep as normal um, and there's just so much crazy stuff going on. Like when we had Wes and Tenley and then we had the second kid and then like, you kind of like forgot like what that first year was like a little bit like, oh yeah, that's right. We did do that. It's like you black out like that, like entire year. It's like, you just remember nothing. I've noticed that um, I'm, I'm starting to forget like where I put things. Nice. God, you're getting old, man. Like, old. I know. <laughs> like the, uh, when we came here uh, to the house, uh, like a month or like a month ago. And that's, I brought the thank you cards with me, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Yeah, all planned out, ready, ready to sign them up, write them out, mail them off. This weekend, I'd like to take care of some of those thank you cards. I have no idea where I put them. Like, they're just, like, <laughs> no idea where I put them. And it's, like, stupid shit like that. Like, I just, I just forget stuff because, like, there's just so much going on. Great. Just send out some texts, bro. Just send out some texts. Don't write cards. Well, I mean, we should be, we should be, give the audience full disclosure here. I did get the Derek text. Hey, did you get that, that present I sent you guys? Dude, we talked about this shit. We talked about the etiquette of it. It's like, you send it out early enough so people don't wonder if you didn't get it. I gave you like two months and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's just make sure that shit actually showed up. <laughs> It's really bad, but yeah, I guess I should just start texting people. Hey, I forgot where I put the thank you cards, but uh... <laughs> start every text I got. I was going to write a thank you, but I can't find them. So thanks, bro. <laughs> Here's a gift. I appreciate it. Um, one other quick question I have, and then uh, I want to hear, I know you've got an amazing 
story coming, which I'm excited about. That's a tease. Um, we'll be right back. West turned two in April. He had he his checkup, you know, checkup appointment and everything. Um, my question is, when is he supposed to go back to the doctor? I hear you're like, please tell me at 12 years old. Like, please tell me at 12 years old. So I don't have to do this shit again. What do we do? Tell me the two. I think it's an annual at this point. I don't think there's a. I think so. Yeah. I think it's just annual. Are you concerned or honored at all that you're like my go-to for the doctor questions? I'm horribly concerned that you're not seeking proper medical advice from your fucking doctor who you just saw. I can't remember what they told us in April. Like, come on. (laughs) You don't you make an appointment there? That's why they do that shit. Like before you leave, you're like you want to make your next appointment. Like no, well, maybe, but it's like they're so shitty with like logistically. Like they're not gonna like. Oh yeah, by the way, your appointment's coming up. Like we probably won't even get one of those. Probably just blow by. You wouldn't even miss it. Yeah, right, right. Uh, I don't tell you. Just don't take them unless he's like really sick. Like that's the only time to take them. All right, that's fair. I think three at this point. You know, they developmentally they kind of check all the boxes and stuff. You know, they're not worried about anything. Should be all good. So what's going on over there? What's new in the uh, the Wenzel household? Bro, this is the beginning of like nonstop fucking transitions, I think, for the better part of the next year, I feel like. So obviously have a second kid. Tennis getting used to that. He's starting to sleep at night now, which is great. But we're in a spot where Tenley's we had it, we got a mini crib for Tenley when we she was first born. Because we're in San Francisco and we're I swear we I think I've said this. We're literally going to put her in a fucking closet. Like we painted a closet like a nursery. Like that was going to be her fucking room for however long, right? And so mini crib is like the same depth, but just not as wide, right? Um, So it's like the width of a twin bed versus the big cribs are like the width of a full bed, right? Mm -hmm. So they can potentially transition out. She's too fucking tall for this. So we we kept that crib, obviously, and she's been sleeping in that ever, ever since. She's too fucking tall for it. She's too, like, it's, like, bad. You, like, she's, like, a cramped animal in this, like, fucking crib. She sleeps fine because she sleeps, like, curled up and shit. But, like, when she stretches, like, her head's against one side and her feet don't even, like, are fully extended. And she has to, like, bend her knees on the other side. She's too big for this crib. Amazing. It's, like, okay, so that's a transition that's coming. we got to put her in a toddler bed. He is almost too big for the bassinet. So that's a transition that's going to happen. He's still in our room. Eventually, he's going to transition over. I, so we're dealing with all these little transitions now, but the, the bigger ones are coming up, which we're continuously fucking freaking about. But bigger transition is that he started a couple of days a week going to daycare. So it was last Friday was his first day at daycare. So it was like our first time without either of the kids in the house since he's been born. Whoa. And we're not worried about him there. We felt, I mean, a little, just, I hope he's okay. I hope he doesn't like cry the whole time. I'm not worried about his, like his safety or anything yeah. else. It was just like, I hope it's not miserable for him. And that like, they don't send him back because he just fucking cried. You know what I mean? Just like, right. Whatever, like ridiculous parenting worries. So what do we do to celebrate our final <laughs> or our first day of like free of kids? Man has got a new job and her old company or her phone is on, from her old company. So she got to get a new phone and get on my plan and the whole thing. So where do we go? We spend two fucking hours at the Verizon store. <laughs> and 
And if you have not had the privilege or anybody hasn't had the privilege of going to a Verizon store recently, it's the fucking DMV. It is the end of the fucking earth. I, yeah. The characters who actually go into, like, I, I assume maybe like T-Mobile's worse for some reason. I feel like T-Mobile is like just out of fucking control. I've never been in a T-Mobile store, but I, I feel like it's just gotta be out of fucking control. I feel but, like you would never set foot in a Teen Mom store. <laughs> I wouldn't. Like, I feel like that's a trap. It's like, I'm good. Like, I just won't get a phone, right? Like, I just, I'll pass. I'll just walk around. I'll just email people <laughs> from my laptop. <laughs> like, I don't need that in my life. Yeah. This wasn't far off, though, man. This was a fucking zoo. So you walk in, and, you know, they're all set up the same. They all, like, try to copy, like, the Apple look. So they all very clean tables. And they all have like eight things on the wall. Because what do they sell? They fucking sell plans, phones, and like way over expensive phone cases that you can buy on Amazon for like a quarter of the price. And there's like, we made an appointment, not thinking we needed one just to do it. Of course, there's an hour and a half wait for people walking in. And you're like, oh, fuck, here we go. No. You walk in, there's all these people at the table. There's this one couple that are so fucking old. I don't even know how they walk through the door. And the woman is trying to be so nice. And but here's the deal with their setup. They're still COVID safe. So they have all these barriers up, right? Like kind of plexiglass barriers and they're all wearing masks. These fucking people couldn't hear a word this woman was saying. She's yelling. Do you have an email we can use? And they're huh? both like shaking their, yeah, exactly. They're like, what? Like shaking their head. And she's like, does anybody have an email? Like, I was like, this woman's going to be here for the rest of her life trying to set these people up with an account, right? It's just like, oh, this is going to be fucking terrible. Next to them is this woman on speakerphone, obviously. She was older, too. Screaming her conversation in Spanish, just, like, super fucking loud. I didn't pick up anything, so I have no idea what they're even talking about. But she's not being helped by anybody. She's just, like, sitting there. So I don't know if, like, that's her coffee shop, and she just comes in and sits there on speakerphone at the Verizon store and just yells it's somebody else not angry just the conversation was super right. like and then you've got so we're sitting there they're like oh yeah 12 30 can you just wait at that table over there so we'll be there in a minute so we're waiting and of course as we're waiting like if you know you know karen if you could picture what karen looked like when she walked into a store that's what who fucking came through the door she like almost flings the door open she almost pulls it off the hinges storms in angry it's like i just need to tell you right now i need help i need to talk to a manager not anybody's gonna do i have nothing against you sir but if i don't get to a manager or someone higher i'm i'm gonna lose it i've been on the phone for hours and hours and hours my phone does not work it does not work i got a new phone it doesn't work it can turn on but it doesn't get calls it doesn't get text it doesn't send text my phone doesn't work i want a new phone right now i'm so sick and she won't stop this is like this other person has no chance to respond I'm so sick of Verizon right now. I can't think of, not you. You're fine. You're doing great. You seem nice. But I swear to God, I've been so disappointed in Verizon. Blah, blah, blah. My phone doesn't work. It doesn't. She keeps saying that. And the guy, I'm sure, is just trying to say, listen, bitch, it's not your fucking phone. Your phone turns on. Clearly, your account wasn't set up properly. Like, your phone is functioning. Like, but he's yeah. not getting a chance to even, like, say a word. And he's like, you can tell everyone in there who's, like, waiting on people, like, this fucking shoot. Like, this is the worst job. They don't get paid nearly enough to do anything that they're doing in that store. Yeah, I mean, you just basically get yelled at by everybody. Yeah. And then 
they also like never have any of the answers. Like they, they, it's like they've never like worked there before. It's like the, everyone's first day. Well, it's always someone else's fault too. It's like, mm, yeah, especially if they're changing over from another carrier. So we were changing over from AT and T to my Verizon account. So he's like, oh yeah, well you got to go. I don't know AT and T. I don't know how they do it, but you got to do this. You got to ask him this. And the guy who waited on us was great, right? Because he kind of knew a little bit of AT and T's deal. But you could tell he didn't have patience for us either. He's like, he's just not. And we we broke him down eventually because we're just looking at the other people going, "You guys have to deal with this shit." And they're like, every fucking day, like this is. But I'll tell you the craziest thing. So outside of and like, just the, it was a revolving door of people coming in saying, "I'm just so upset with Broizer right now," and all these people can say is like, "Hey, I'm sorry, it's two hour wait <laughs> for you to be more upset at Verizon." But I look over in the corner, and there's like this little white box, like the size of an ATM or whatever. Right, maybe a little wider. I was like, what the fuck is that? And all of a sudden this guy walks in, doesn't try to make an appointment, just goes straight over to the corner and just starts to put cash in into this machine. And I asked the guy who's waiting, I was like, is that a fucking machine to pay your bill in cash? He goes, Yeah. I go, Do people use that? He goes, All the time. Now get the fuck out of here. What? In this day and age, people are walking into a Verizon store to hand cash to a machine to pay their fucking cell phone bills. I, that just blew my fucking mind. Have you ever seen anything like that? Never. I wouldn't even think that's an option. I didn't, like, you come and pay your, like, monthly bill in cash at the store? In cash. You just put cash into this box. And it's like, yeah, we got you. A lot of, there's a lot of weirdos out there. I, it's, it's fucking strange. And it's the noisiest, you know, room building in your entire fuck that you've ever been in. Because they've got music playing for some reason. People have the masks on, so everyone's screaming at the people on speakerphone. You got everyone fucking around with phones. You got Karen yelling. And you're just like so anxiety-driven. You're just like, get me the fuck out of here right now. So that's how we spent our first like day. It was like a Friday. Amanda's like in between jobs, right? Because she hasn't started her new one yet. So she's got a day off. I had a really light day. But that's what we spent our time on, two hours of the Verizon store. Doesn't it just make it that much, like the experience that much worse? that that's how you decide like you you're having this a like, couple hours of free time and like it's like oh oh great you know what you got to do you had to get some adulting stuff done with your kind of free time and this is what adulting is sitting in a verizon store for two hours listening to, and seeing all this crazy shit going around right it's it's you're 100 right it is the dmv like there's it's just a shit show there's always hour-long waits and it's never a good experience ever that's terrible it's absolutely terrible all right oh, so-, so there was that and then, you know, we talked a little bit about everything being a fight, you know, with getting Tenley to do whatever. And you said that with Wes too. It's like, brush your teeth and eat your dinner. You know, and then you, you put up with it and it's, you struggle for a little bit. And it's annoying, but you get through it. I don't know. Has Wes had a complete fucking meltdown yet? Like a total unconscionable, no, no way to reason him out of it meltdown? Yeah. Um, he's had a couple um he hasn't had one like that in a, in a little while but it's just like where nothing will console him i say i call it him seeing red like he just yeah there's nothing you can do to get him out of it and it's just a hell on earth screaming crying yeah. it's it's the worst feeling well how long does that last for what uh it kind of depends i feel like a lot of times it was weird he would do it coming out of naps like he would have yeah. these like epic meltdowns and like just nothing could get him out of it maybe an hour and a half was like the longest one. I don't know. It feels like it's like 
24 hours. It's insane. It feel, it's the longest feeling in the world. Like, so it was like a good day at daycare. It's like a show share and weird day. So everyone got shit to play with. And it was like a stimulation city, right? So they're all jacked up. So we get home and like Tenley's just playing in the garage on the floor for 25 minutes with all their shit. She doesn't even want to come inside. So it's like, fine, whatever. Let her burn it off and play. Bring her inside. It's the 20 minute negotiation to wash her fucking hands. We get through that, but she's still like fine. She's like not in a bad mood. She just doesn't want to do it. Yeah. We go upstairs. I think color was feeding or napping on Amanda. So we just said hi real quick. We had like changed Tenley's diaper. We go downstairs and Tenley loves to make dinner with me and be in the kitchen and see what I'm doing. Fucking loves it. It's like her favorite thing. It's like, all right, Tenley, you want to help daddy make dinner? And it was just like, fucking atom bomb went off she lost it it was full red screaming crying swinging her arms snot and i was like what the fuck and so i try to talk her out of it the gentle parenting thing and the distraction thing every tool i had right i was i was whipping out you know i can yell at him it's not gonna do anything right amanda comes down it's like okay maybe that's a new thing that'll change it she's swinging at her she's mad Cutler lies down. She's smacking Cutler. I'm furious. So I actually, I, I have to yell at her. I'm like fucking so mad. Like, yeah. you, I, I drop a Tenley Scott, right? When she's in trouble, right? Ooh. She gets the middle man. Tenley yeah. Scott, you do not hit your fucking brother. I didn't say fucking, but I wanted so bad to say fucking. I guess she'd start repeating it. You do not hit. And she could tell, like she, she like pulled in a little bit, but she kept her like sad face on. And then she immediately, like, she like, okay, got it, won't hit him anymore, but then continued the fucking meltdown, wriggling, screaming, crying, like, like flailing around. We tried for two hours to get her to calm down. She would like, wouldn't calm down for two hours. Wow. Two straight, it felt like a hundred years. And, you know, all the things you do, you wash hands, you eat dinner, you brush your teeth, you know, you get, take a bath, you put on pajamas, all that stuff. None of it happened. We're just like, all right, well, this is the only move left. We just put her in bed. She was fully clothed from the day, didn't brush her teeth, didn't eat a fucking ounce of food for dinner. Wow. And we just said, all right, well, this is, see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> she would stay for another 45 minutes in bed. She was still like hysterical, slamming the side of the crib and kicking it and shit. And I was, oh, dude, it was the biggest fucking meltdown. It was out of control. Uh, and so, yeah. the, so we're like, man, are like, you need to drink hard, like right now. But you're too tired, so you just go to bed. So the next morning you're waking up and you're like, does it, what's it going to be like, right? Is this just going to, does it just pick up where it left off? Like, how does this work? Yeah. And like, so she gets up and I don't know, we're like walking on eggshells, but we're kind of cautious, right? We're like, good. Instead of like our, we're like pretty like happy in the morning. We're like, good morning, Tenley. Like we just try to get her all excited. Right. No, right? And then we walked in quite like, good morning, Tenley. Like, how are you? Right just checking and she's fine and she's smiling and happy and she's bringing the cute hard right she just like had a like like a great morning like she was sweet and like mm-hmm. lovely and part of me is like looking at Amanda going I don't think she's old enough to be like listen Penny we need to talk about last night because <laughs> right like she's not not old enough to have that conversation yet we're just going to pretend it didn't happen I guess and move on but I wanted to be like listen we just need to talk about last night. Your behavior was unacceptable. She fucking too, but I wanted to. I'm so mad that she's pretending like nothing happened. I was like, can I, get a, can I get a sorry for yesterday at all? Just one sorry is all I want. We're just not going to acknowledge that at all. We're not going to. Yeah. Good. 
Never happened. Okay, Tenley. All right. Okay. Yeah, let's get him off for breakfast. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Want Is that okay? Or are you going to lose it? <laughs> Waffles, you want to fucking make them? <laughs> Ugh, dude, was, but, and then she, I, for the next 48 hours, the cutest, nicest, sweetest she's ever been in her life. And I was like, I feel like she knows. And she's like, all right, I got to bring it. That was, a, that was a bad look last night. I got out of control. But I'm better now. <laughs> I got to put it on hard. She won. Yeah, she won. So when when she's absolutely in meltdown mode, and then Amanda comes down, like I'm sure Amanda heard it upstairs. She comes down and just sees that, and you there, like, is there any like part of her is just like, what happened? What happened here? What what did oh, you do? Not even a little, like the full part of it is like she comes down. She's like, what is going on? Not like I don't think she thinks like I like fucking like stabbed her with a fork or something i think she's just like, like what the fuck is causing this that's to go on this long yeah like, bro i don't know i said let's make dinner and that was it well that's yeah that's the best and then you're like explaining it and but like you're definitely like kind of like pissed off explaining it because there's no yeah. like there's no reasonable explanation so it's kind of like an impossible question to answer you're like i, I asked her to make dinner like you get a little bit defensive. but i'm like almost mad like yeah right. you're totally defensive you're putting like no i didn't do shit all right i said let's make dinner she usually likes to make dinner now she's flipping out like a little baby all right shit's not on me i didn't do anything yeah and i'm the bad guy like, how am i the bad guy what did i do tenley like from across the room i didn't do shit to you <laughs> <laughs> so i'm looking for like the point of the transition intro to that those set of stories like we're more of those are coming you know what yeah. i mean like between potty training that's going to happen the new bed color moving into her room you know all all in the next probably six months maybe a little bit longer like shit's gonna get real i've got a lot of anxiety about the new bed like the fact that they're gonna just be able to climb out of it and leave it whenever they want is a that's a problem like they need to be in a jail cell like that's way straight too jacket they're just like not like in the mood or they're just like you know don't want to sleep middle of the night they can come into our room like i'm not for that at all i don't i i, I think yeah I think that's a good point i think there's two pieces to it the one is that they can be in their room and just play with all their shit and do whatever yeah. the other part is obviously coming in here art whoever had this house before us or at least when they put it together her bedroom has a lock on the outside so we can lock her door from the hallway so she <laughs> can't open it and fuck around amazing so you're gonna lock her, in her room. we'll see i kind of kind of i feel like a lot of me is like we've got a monitor you know what i mean like we can see her in there she's not like i just don't it's not like a fire hazard like I'll, we'll wake up when the alarm goes off and get her but i think there's a pretty good chance that lock gets put to good use that's amazing all right maybe we need to invest on the lock on the outside because that yeah you get the control back i get scared when what if they can lock it from their side and then they lock like you're locked out? Yeah, you can't have that. Yeah, that's that's probably why they do it, right? Obviously, is that you don't want them accidentally locking themselves in. Yeah, I'm just I'm wigged out. They could fall out of the bed now, kind of like they, you sort of have guardrails, I guess, but they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you can jump out. One other uh, fun thing that happened in the last week. So I think it was it was uh, July Fourth weekend. So we were at the pool. And there's a lot of like family and cousins around the pool. And Wes is uh he's doing this thing now where he like likes to jump into the pool and like have me catch him in the pool. Like yeah. he, and like 
So I'm like pretty fired up. Like he's not scared of the pool. He like likes just jumping right in. It's like Wes is killing it right now. He's just going in the pool. He's like swimming with his swimmies. Like all those lessons, all those lessons are paying off. All those lessons really paying off. Like we're we're basically showing off a little bit at this point. Like, wow, look at this guy. So I'm in the pool and he normally just like jumps off into my hands. This time he starts doing this weird like hop move where he like was back a little bit from the pool. He did a couple of hops and then he did like went to do his big jump and he basically like didn't make it all the way out into the pool. It was like a halfway into the pool move. His legs like banged into like the concrete ground, right? This is in front of lots of people. Everyone's like watching. And he has, he gets hurt and he has like a bit of like a little meltdown, right? And everyone saw this and I could just feel the judgment from everyone around that. I can't believe you're letting him jump in the pool like that kind of move. Like this is what happens. And so I'm like, I was like, he's never done this. Like, why would you do this, Wes? Like, this is. Wes, come on. On my birthday? What are you doing? I'm a girl. My birthday. This is my birthday. Girl, I'm a. This is why I'm a girl, Dad. This is why I wear the hat. He's like, you know, doing the crying thing, and then like everyone's like doing the "oh, it's okay" kind of thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, you know what? Like, just kind of fuck this. Let's get out of the pool. Like, this is over. Let's like get away from here, basically. Yeah. We're coming. Party's over. Everybody go home. We're coming out of the pool. I'm like carrying him. And all the people on the outside of the pool start clapping. What? Wait, this is it, the beach house? Yeah. Yeah. What's your What's your comment on that? Because like, clapping? Are you guys serious right now? Clapping for what? Like, what are we clapping for? What is this? Is like a base? You didn't, you didn't rescue him. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like he fell in, and then you jumped in to get him. Right? He just jumped into your arms, but didn't pull it off well. Yeah. Like, why are we clapping? Like, that he's okay? Like, yeah, these guys, he got injured, but he's fine. Like, let's just, just clap it around. Everyone's hammered around. <laughs> yeah, I don't need, yeah, because it feels like shit. It's like, can you just not put the attention on the two year old who's like upset because he hurt himself, right? Yeah. Like, stop. Can we just go back to our regular scheduled program? Like, go back to your yeah. life. So, so that happened. Fuck all of you. You sycophantic suck-ups. You know what? Just go. Leave. Batman reference. Um, so I'm like pretty heated at this moment. I'm like, I just want this moment to be over. Tori's there with Piper, so I kind of like bring Wes over in the in the towel, and I'm just like, I'm done, basically, to Tori. <laughs> so this one's yours too. I I'll be like, I'll be right back. Basically, I was like, I need to walk this off for a minute. So I leave the pool area and I'm, I'm walking um, basically this the backyard to the house. So I'm walking through the grass in the backyard. And as I'm walking, I step on a bee. Oh, dude. Dude. <laughs> That's the most frustrating <laughs> thing in the world. After what just happened, I'm like, heated (laughs) so pissed off there's nothing more infuriating than stepping on a bee because you're already mad so you're already you're just it doesn't really even slow you down right because now you don't want to make a big deal of the fact that you stepped on a bee either so you're just kind of stomp it off but like there's nothing more first of all you never expect it no 
when you because you don't see him and then it's like motherfuckers you fly why is your shit on the ground like you're so fucking dumb it makes me infuriated that i would have the opportunity to fucking step on you you guys suck bees suck like they're just bees suck so bad we got a bunch of we have the trees in our backyard that are blooming right now and there's bees are always swarming them honeybees fine whatever bumblebees you guys are great wasps slash yellow jackets you guys can fuck right off you should all die if there's a way to kill all yellow jackets i would do it right now we got other bees that can do the pollination thing yellow jackets just like to fuck with you i hate them is there like a way to do like a mass killing of wasps just wasps though so i need he needs to be a specific dna i believe no time to die has a plot point around a genetically specific disease that kills uh targeted so maybe we maybe we call rami malik and say hey bro you got that formula we just want to do it on wasps though nothing else just wasps that's our way of taking over the world we'll kill all the wasps that's not no, like terrible. you know how great we would be in the eyes of the world if all the wasps just went away we'll be like these two guys just saved civilization from minor annoyance like fuck they're awesome yes. like we would be we would be elected like prime ministers of the world until we die yeah all right um last thing before we go at the beach house um my friend zach was here and he's he's walking around outside and um an older gentleman we'll call him out here on the pod but the same guy who was checking on the bathroom is he back (laughs) he's back hey anyone in there bro you you don't even live here get out of here (laughs) different guy but uh for like zach's been to the house many times kind of just been around and the older gentleman this on this day (laughs) kept calling him josh So it's the kind of thing where it's like this is hilarious to me. Yeah, oh yeah, it's hysterical. Yeah, I'm yeah. not correcting it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like one of those moments where if you don't correct it right away, yep, you just got to eat it. In that scenario, do you always correct them right away or does it depend on the person who says it to you? Like what do you think? I think if if it's expected that you're going to see them and talk to them somewhat often throughout that day versus it was just like, "Oh, nice to meet you." Like, I won't see you again the rest of the day. Like, if it's the former, yeah, I think you have to. Otherwise, you got to play. You got to be Josh. Which is kind of funny. Part of me, I think it depends on what mood I was in. Part of me would just play it off like I was Josh and create a totally different, like, persona just for that guy. (laughs) That would be kind of fun, actually. I wonder how often that actually happens when, like, you go by Josh for the day and then they find out that your real name is Zach. Like, I've had that happen. Really? I, I was like high school or whatever. And I was like, all right. It was a bunch of friends. Like I, of my friend that I had no idea. I was like, all right, I'm somebody else. I'm like, it was like 17. I was like, I'm 23. I go to Duke. My name is whatever. I forget whatever it was, right? The lacrosse. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like some chick I was talking to. And then it was like hours, like hours, hours later. It's like, I just talked to Tiffany or whoever. And she's like, like, you go to Half Moon Bay High School and you're 17. I was like, yeah, that too. Like, that's also a thing. <laughs> you caught me. Like, I didn't care. Like, I'm never going to see her again, right? Like, this is a random thing I was invited to. Like, I was never going to see these people again. So I was like, why not? Fuck it. 
I kind of like doubled down. She was like, I don't know if she expected me to be like, oh my God, like be embarrassed. I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. You caught me. <laughs> Where does that leave us? <laughs> In high school too, what? I was like, you're not going to aim message me now? Like what? Right, what? right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So that was good. So yeah, Josh, we'll see Josh uh, in a couple of weeks. Good to see you, Josh. That's just so awkward if you get called out. So good. But also like if you're the older guy and like you've met Zach before, so it's like weird. You're calling him Josh. And then like you yeah. found, you're probably like, oh, it clicks. You're like, oh, that's right. His name is Zach. Do you just, then do you not bring it up and just pretend like he's Josh, even though you know it's Zach? Like, what do you do? I just would lose complete respect for someone who didn't correct me on their name and I just wouldn't talk to him. I think so. Like, hey, yeah, you're Zach, right? And he would go, oh, actually, yeah. It's like, you're a fucking idiot. I'm not talking to you anymore. You, you just let me call you by someone else's name. What kind of person has so little self-respect that they let me call them a different name? It's not like I'm the president and you're like, oh, I can't call him out. Like, I can't wait till they're together again. And I'm just yeah. Zach nonstop heavy on the Zach. So good. Um, all right. I think that'll, uh, that'll do it. We got, we got a lot of good stuff here for the, uh, the daddies, the DTFs, um, everybody out there great review and subscribe. Like it's summertime. We're on Spotify, Apple podcasts, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, that's where you can. That's where we are. We're in that spot. Um, any parting words before we go here? Just wish us luck folks. You know, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to fight through it. We're trying to deal with it. It's transitions. There's, there's tantrums, but my understanding is that there's light on the other side of this tunnel. It gets easier, but it's, you know, it's at least a year away to get somewhat easier. So we'll, we'll see. Stay out of the Verizon store. All right. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. Are you in good hands? Dad talk, they really like to trash talk. Dad talk, they'll make you laugh your ass off. Dad talk, real talk, dudes in the both hilarious. Tom and Derek give you his demon advice. It's really nice, you probably listen twice. Real talk, dudes, and they're getting serious.